Welcome back to the Joke Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 187. You know, 87. Also, also Travis Kelsey's number. Yes, that's right. I think I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. Okay. Well, I can hear you, but because I'm sitting right yeah. next to you. Yeah. Um, but 87, you know, Travis Kelsey's number, and yes, he may or may not be in the news recently. Yes, him and his brother and the Swifties. Uh, so we're going to go today's episode. We'll talk about week three. I don't think we have much Taylor Swift content right. to talk about outside no. of she was there. Um, and it's going to be there Sunday. Uh, NBA will talk about the Damian Lillard trade, Andre Vasilevsky getting injured, the final weekend of the MLB season. Um, our pick aside was supposed to be, is, uh, well, it's still um, naming the rest of the NHL captains, but we, okay. we lost another team off that list. Oh, so okay. Uh, one last team to do. One team, wow. one more team that could win the Stanley Cup this year. There you go. Um, and we'll do guess the lines, all that stuff. I guess let's <clears throat> start in the NFL. We'll go game by game, just kind of quick thoughts on each one. Yeah. Uh, last Thursday, San Francisco beats the mm-hmm. Giants 30-12. to 12, Yeah. And I watched that game and was thinking, is this the Giants and their big regression, or are the 49ers just that good, or both? Yeah, I think it's a little combination of both. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, it's not there's not a lot to say. Purdy didn't even yeah. look that good. No. Yeah, and that's kind of like uh you know, I I think I had what did I say? San Fran and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or Cincinnati, I can't <clears throat> remember. But anyway, I'm I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Like Purdy is becoming more of a game well he was always a game manager but maybe even a little bit less than that and that might not be enough uh for the 49ers to get over the hump especially against certain defenses yeah you think of dallas's defense even without trevon diggs and philly like that philly defense on monday looked unstoppable there's a lot of really good defenses if you think about it in the nfl right now like usually there's like two or three but like I could think of like the Jets, yeah. I think they have a pretty dominant defense. The Chiefs, de- Chiefs defense is really good this Chief, year. Absolutely, Chiefs defense. Uh, the Broncos, the Broncos, the Browns, maybe not the Broncos. Yeah, I was gonna say that you were just gonna let that slip through. No, um, we we have a few games to get to before we talk to, about that one. Uh, Buffalo beats Washington thirty-seven to three, and I think it's the game that it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, we talked about that, right? Here's a measuring stick. Okay, we know Washington's not as good as we thought they were, and we knew Buffalo was good, and they proved it on the road in the rain, getting it done on the ground. So, yeah, to me, it's like I think San Fran took a bit of a regression. If you're taking looking at the top, you know, five teams are going to win the Super Bowl, and I think the Bills took a little step forward there. Who who would you say are the Eagles the number one team right now? Um, I wouldn't, but in saying that, if you're an Eagles fan, like you, I, like I think I've said this before, is you've got to be pretty excited if you're an Eagles fan because they're winning and they're not playing their best. No, that was their best game so far. But it's, again, it, to me, it's still not their best though. They're they're not like Hertz is still making mistakes like yes they're getting the push the quarterback from behind to get first downs every time i think they're now 29 of 31 but i mean they're, they're just playing okay but again that's a good sign if you're winning in september and you're not playing great yet then th- 
unless they they just don't recover and they don't get better. Maybe they're not as good as we thought. That that would be the only. I guess if you're a cynicist from from the Eagles side of things, and you know you're thinking that way. So our do we even have? I, I'm I don't know if I could think of a fifth team, a fifth Super Bowl team. San Francisco, Buffalo, Kansas City, Philly. Dallas, I would put in there. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. There's our there's our yeah. five. Cincinnati is kind of like they were in the top tier, and now I think they're drifting, like by by a lot. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland beats Tennessee twenty-seven to three. I think that was the best Deshaun Watson's looked since he's come back so far. Yeah, exactly against a good defensive Tennessee team. Because we were both on the Titans for that one, yeah. and if. I was just mostly thinking of, you know, no Nick Chubb and yeah. you're kind of kind of exposed to Sean Watson. Right. But instead, he kind of looked somewhat to what he A was before. Bit, which was like, what, 2019 to Sean Watson or 2020? 20? Okay, I wasn't sure the last time he played, so <laughs> I know it's been a while. Um, the disappointment of the week, uh, Detroit beats Atlanta 20-6. to six. This, was, this was bound to happen. Yeah. But um, I actually think it's a good thing that it comes on the heels of going to London. Right. Because now you just get to erase that. You're in another continent. Yeah. And it's not like Detroit was that dominant. No. Especially offensively. It was just Atlanta. Just once they ran into a somewhat of a track meet, they just can't keep up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They got to keep games close. Again, they have a <laughs> game manager in the QB position in Atlanta. Detroit, I just, I, f- I feel like they they throw the ball too much. I think they just, and they have like they got the running guy, running backs to be able to grind games out. And you think Campbell is the grind out kind of guy, but he's not. No, their offense is aired out. Yeah, yeah. When you have two guys that you can, especially Gibbs, I feel like we haven't been able to see him at his full potential yet. Right. Because he's just uh, kind of a gadget. Like a, yeah, an extra player. Uh, Houston beats Jacksonville 37-17. Definitely the, I would upset. say, the shocker. Yeah, for maybe sure. Not, maybe there's another shocker. Upset for sure, where Jacksonville just looks flat. I mean, I'm, I'm happy because, you know, the Texans, they, right. got, they got some fight in them. CJ yep. Stroud looked really good. Yeah. But I think I left that just more concerned for Jacksonville. Yeah, are they, are they regressing again, right? Did, was, it, was it just a one-hit wonder last year or, you know? It, it's hard to say because, like, against Kansas City, they, like, kind of meh. So you just figure, oh, Kansas City's getting off the schneid. But, yeah, like this is a game they're supposed to win. They, they didn't look much better against yeah. a much worse team. Exactly. The only thing, the positive you have to look at for Jacksonville is, okay, who's beating you then? Is right. Ten- Tennessee beating you? Yeah, like, again, Indianapolis? the division they've got, yeah. Maybe it's Houston. Right, yeah, exactly, the bottom feeder. Uh, New England beats the Jets fifteen to ten because for the hundredth time in a row, I think it's fourteen in a row yeah, now. I think that's you're right. And Bill Belichick just boring football games. Yeah, and the Jets have to now too, right? Like, and you're asking like, why is this the primetime game? Well, because it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, this coming league. No, the like the Jets New England game was on almost every network. Oh, like on in Sunday. A, it was like a prime game, right? Because of who it was supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah, fifteen ten was kind of a lee. What's the what's the Zach Wilson leash at? Well, who else are you gonna put in? Uh, like, what, what are your options at this point? Like I think they signed Trevor Simeon. Oh boy. And uh there may be another individual that is 
jockeying for a position oh, that boy. we'll get to. Uh, Indianapolis beats Baltimore 22-19. Matt Gay with four 50-plus yard field goals. Wow. Is this like a Baltimore red flag game? Yeah, I think so. You know what I think Baltimore is? I think they're Minnesota from last year. Right. Except they just lost a one-score game. Yeah, yeah. They'll be in. So, like, always take the – whoever they're playing, take the points. Uh, Green Bay beats New Orleans 18-17 and a score that I never thought could exist. Right. Uh, Green Bay scores all 18 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were down 17 nothing. Derek Carr got hurt, but – Shout out to Jordan yeah. Love. I think he, I was just – I'm ready to throw my hands up. I think I was wrong. Yeah, I think I think he's ready, right? Like, you, you got to think, like, the last two quarterbacks in Green Bay, they didn't rush them. It's not like they threw them into the fire. They they waited for the next guy, you know, even Brett Favre. But I don't think he started right away. I, I could be wrong there. But, I mean, when Brett Favre went to Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers was the backup. Yeah, for like right. three years. Yeah, and then took over. And kind of loves to done the same thing. Two years at least, right? Um, At least, yeah. yeah. Maybe, so might even be a, three. It's the same thing. He's, he's not really a rookie. Like, he hasn't got prime playing time, but he's looked good to me. Yeah, like, like we saw him last year in the one game he got thrown into against Kansas City where it's not his offense. Like, I think we've seen it. Aaron Rodgers dictates an offense. It's his offense, right. not yeah. whoever the offensive coordinator is now. Right. It seems like this is Matt LaFleur's offense. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers win the drunk coaching bowl, uh, 28-24. And really, like, the Chargers won this game. And you can't take that away from them. But, yeah. like, it felt like both these teams were trying to lose. Really, yeah. Except for Kirk, Cous- Kirk Cousins, Herbert, and or I guess maybe just both the defenses wanted to lose until the Chargers made the, the final interception. Right. I just, like so Minnesota's zero and three. We're just we're done crossing. Well, them yeah, there. I think there's six teams in NFL history that have come back to make the playoffs after starting zero and three. Like that's pretty grim. Like that you're that you're you're almost out of options at this point. But that was a playoff game. That was right for two. But again, not played very well for two teams that are fighting for their playoff lives in week three. <laughs> Um, all right, the game everyone's been waiting for. Uh, the Miami Dolphins score 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I saw a fun I saw a fun compilation of all the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah I watched just, that game. And they just, like, at least four of them, there was no one, no one near a Dolphin. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a great catch and, like, oh, that'll never happen again. It was like, yeah, like. And we thought, again, Broncos, we thought had at least a decent defense. But that's embarrassing, right? Giving up 70? Like, what, what do you do in football? Like, do you is it like hockey, you know, where you, it's just a bag skate? There's no puck, so is there no footballs? You're just, just running. running, just going to go out and run and try and tackle because there was a lot of missed tackles and in like, that game. This guy, A-Chain, A-Chain, A-Chain yeah. I think? Who we've never heard of, who had his first four touchdowns in a single game. Like, Miami didn't have Waddle. Yeah, that's like, what I was that's thinking, too. scary, right? Like, how bad is Denver? I, like, Sean Payton must be thinking, like, I wonder if Fox still wants me. <laughs> uh, would you have kicked the field goal? Yes. With 44 seconds yes. left? Yeah. You, like, you got to go for the record. It's a record thing. It's not like you're punishing a team and... This game's going to be like, yeah, it's one-sided. This is like NFL history in my mind. So, yeah, you, I, to me, I, I think you got to hit it. 
Because it was 72, wasn't it? In 1966? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Many moons ago. Uh, Seattle beats Carolina 37-27. Seattle, again, I, I might have to throw up the white flag. Seattle might be good. I, I'm, I'm still undecided. I, I just don't think they're playing great teams yet. There's, there's going to be a measuring stick like Washington had, and that might bring them back down to reality. Uh, do you know how many passes Andy Dalton threw? How many? 58. Wow. The Red Rifle, man. That's wow. good for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kansas City beats Chicago <laughs> 41 to 10. Yeah, th- again, another embarrassing lot. Like, Chicago, are they the worst team in football now? <coughs> they might be, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't right? really have an argument. Yeah. I don't have another team. Like, I, even Arizona at least has some y- fight in them. Y- for sure. And and wins. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know Chicago is going to win a game now. Like there's sounds like there's dissension in the dressing room. Sounds like they're regressed big time. Fields like sounds looks like he's regressed. I thought like you know I thought last year he was kind of getting better, so I was expecting another leap forward, but it's like he's taking three steps back. Yeah. And obviously the big Travis Kelsey touchdown front right. of, front of T Swift. Yes. With with the uh, in the box i couldn't think of the with with his mom you know it's a good i have to say though the best conspiracy theory out of all of this is that she's actually trying to sabotage the chiefs because right. she grew up an eagles fan yeah, yeah. so i'll i'll ride with that one for right. now uh arizona beats dallas 28 16 yeah this was a uh, this <laughs> you know you, you know what this reminded me of the old nfc east because the cardinals used to be in that division the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes. They were part of the five team NFC East and the Cowboys would always lose to the Cardinals at least once. And this was a yeah, this was a dud game. This was a I I, I don't know what to say. I, I guess like the quarterback for the Cardinals had the game of his life. Yeah. It was running wild out there. But yeah, to me it was still a winnable game for Dallas. They just yeah, uh, to me they I, I I don't want to say, take anything away from the Cardinals. I thought they played well, but I don't think the Cowboys played very good. It was the like beginning of the fourth quarter, and they had a goal to go down by a score. Right, like it was a it was a winnable game. Yeah, yeah, and and Prescott threw an interception in the end zone. That didn't help either. Yeah, I I feel like if anyone if anyone's gonna panic about this game, give it give it another week. Yeah, if they lose this week, then right, press the we'll panic see. button. Yeah. And I guess it's how how they play too. Right. Uh, Sunday night Pittsburgh survives Vegas twenty three eighteen. Yeah. Can we like we gotta start flexing? The, the, we said we said this before. Like, yeah. That this is the Sunday night game. Yeah. Like, and, and and here's a good example of how bad this game was. You know how they at the beginning of the game when they promote it Sunday night football and it's the rivals from the 1970s like 1970s that is how your pitch to start this game like you've got because that it's true There's, like what else are you gonna say hey you're gonna lose There's two bad teams here you're gonna lose everybody <laughs> under like 35 exactly like yeah right on jim plunkett and terry bradshaw let's have that matchup yeah this was just the raiders are bad they're bottom five team and the steelers again another good defense yep that's what's going to keep them in game. So, yeah, they're going to hang around that, you know, 500 mark again this year because of their defense. Yeah, they, they score. They score. Yeah. 
They have a, They also have a tie. They have a tie coming somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, doubleheader Monday night, Philly beats Tampa 25-11. They're, again, their offense is – it's probably the best offensive game they've played yeah. so far. Yeah. But their defense, like, especially – I picked them before the year to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I did not expect Jalen Carter to be this good. Right. Like he, so soon. He's, he is a monster. Yeah. And just, like, he cov- he's just so big that he covers so much space. Right. And it's already a defensive line that was a pretty strong suit of the Eagles. Yeah. The only question I have for their team is just like, is the secondary going to hold up? Right. Are they going to be this good into December and January? Right. Other than that, yeah. I I don't have many questions. Yeah. Well, and Baker Mayfield came back down to earth, right? He didn't play. I didn't think he played very. He played Baker Mayfield from every other year except for the first two weeks of this season. But yeah. Uh, final game, uh, Cincinnati beats the Rams 19-16. Yawner. I was so excited for this game. I was early. and It then was so bad. It was. It was just, it, it was reminding me of the New England Rams Super Bowl. <laughs> like the punter, so the, a punter's going to win the MVP of this game. They're like Burrow, now the, the calf injury, it's just going it, to linger now. Yeah, yeah. The Rams look pretty good in week one. Right. Again, considering we thought they would be a bottom three team but like in it, the league. It feels like they could. If I feel like a lot has to kind of bounce the right way for them, but yeah. they could battle for a playoff spot. They could, yeah. And again, I, the division they're in. And Cincinnati, I think, is in the same boat. Like, they're yeah. more on the lower end of, like, you're going to be like a six or a seven you, seed. They've regressed. Yeah, I, it just seems like they've regressed. And I, li- I like the double headers on Monday. Keep it up. Yeah. Is that is that the end of it that's, now? That's over. That's we didn't do it in week one though. No, week just two, week and, two three. and three, and then that's it. And then we're gonna shut that off. I don't know why, but. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we talked about Jalen Waddle cleared of his concussion. A team that scored seventy points and is gonna get their second best receiver. Back. Yeah, yeah. Miami's hot. Um, fun fact for any Swifties listening: uh, Taylor Swift will reportedly be in attendance Sunday night in New York. As the Chiefs play the Jets. Is she going to play the halftime show? She is not. That's okay. why, you know, she's not doing the Super Bowl. Because right. maybe she's going to be there as a fan. That's right. Uh, Alvin Kamara is returning from his suspension, which I forgot about. Right. Three-game suspension. I, it's a it's a boost for the Saints. For sure. For the next couple weeks without Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, and I said there was a quarterback jockeying for a Jets practice squad spot. Yeah. Uh, that would be one Colin Kaepernick. Tom Brady. Oh. Colin Kaepernick penned a letter to the Jets wow. to try to get on the practice squad, which credit credit to him that he didn't write a letter saying, put me on the team. Like, right. put me on the practice squad, right. let me earn Earned a it. spot. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Is is there really is that a bad option? No. It's it's something. Give it a try, right? Do, like at this point, is Colin Kaepernick better than Zach Wilson? Probably. Well, I don't know about that, because what's Kaepernick been doing the last five years besides kneeling <laughs> like he's got to be pl- I don't know if he's been playing much quarterback that's the only downside to that how old is he now uh, right he's got to be mid to thir- late 30s yeah I'd say mid 30s yeah I'd guess like 35 that was a crazy like they'll do a 30 for 30 on him one day because yeah. that was like those two years where they made the Super Bowl right. and he was just like he he looked like I don't know if any did anyone ever compare him to Michael Vick. No, I don't think so. But he was that style. But he was almost like better than yeah. Michael Vick yeah. for a certain period of time. Where yeah. it's like he kind of runs better and right. has a better, better arm accuracy. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, week four, guess the Lions. You're two and oh, I think, on the year. Okay. Um, we are going to start tonight, Thursday night. The Detroit, as I almost said, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, wow. The Detroit Lions are at the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to say they got the Lions favored by one and a half. Yeah, I also said one and a half. It, they gave the Lions two. Oh. They gave them a full two. I think, like, this is, this might be a game that actually decides this division. Yeah, I like the over. I, I bet on this one, this first game out, it's 43 and a half. I just, offense. I think Green Bay. This is offense. Yeah, I think Love finally figured, like, they've been not scoring much so far. So I think, and Detroit knows how to score. I just feel like it's going to be, uh, as long as it's not snowing. <laughs> It'll be a high-scoring <laughs> game. September. Yeah, um, I think I think I would take the Packers. Really, yeah. With the points and everything, okay. that doesn't that okay. doesn't scare me. Gotcha. Um, we have technically another primetime game Sunday morning, right? In old London, England, yep. the Atlanta Falcons facing the Jacksonville, basically London Jaguars. Right, that's their second home. Um, I'm gonna say, well. I almost want to call it a pick 'em, but uh, I'm going to say maybe they have Jacksonville favored by one and a half. Uh, I'm going to get this. I said three and a half. It's three. Oh. Gave them gave him the field goal. It's okay. basically home field advantage. Right. The only thing I would say for this one is I would not bet this. I would yeah, not touch it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Like, what direction is Jacksonville going in here? And, or and Atlanta. Yeah, Jacksonville's matter, going right? home. Uh, I the only thing I think would be the most fun outcome of this game, and I I wouldn't suggest betting it because it probably won't happen. But uh, if Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts both score touchdowns in this game, because right. Calvin Ridley playing his old team, and I think Kyle Pitts only caught a touchdown in London last year. Oh, I think it was his only touchdown, wow. or maybe it was two years ago. So he hasn't scored in North America. I. Don't he? He probably did after, but I think right, up until up that, that point. point. Wow! And I'll take the under. Yeah, I take the under in that too. Feels get, like another twenty to nine game. Or get the get the punt. Get the kickers ready. Yeah. Uh, next up, the game of the week: the Denver Broncos at the Chicago Bears. Wow! A team that just lost by fifty. Yeah. And the Bears. I, I'm gonna say that they got the Bears favored by two and a half. Uh. I said that the Broncos would be favored by four and a half. Right. The Broncos are favored by three and a half. That must be the the biggest spread in the history of the NFL after a team loses by 50. That just right? shows how bad the Bears are. Yeah. That you lost to the Chiefs. Right. Okay, whatever. They yeah. blew you out. Yeah. A team that lost by 50, people still are yeah, thinking gonna you're going to win. Yeah. I, and wow. give me the Broncos. I, why would I take the Bears? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, don't take the points though. That's I don't know in this one. Don't take either. This might be tie. Tie this tie. tie this territory. kind of feels like tie. Unless uh, Jared Stidham gets in the game, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got to battle of zero and three teams: the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. Believe Bryce Young is coming back. Okay, I'll one. say they have Minnesota favored by two and a half. Uh, I said three and a half, and it's four. Wow, a I like of, Carolina. A lot of respect. I like Carolina. I I might take this money line. Just take Carolina at outright to win. I would I would take the points because yeah. this feels like a field goal type uh, of okay. game. Yeah, but it feels like like Carolina doinks it or something like that. Yeah. to me. Okay. 
Uh, next up, the L.A. Rams are at the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. There's a couple of bad games out there. Um, I'm going to say they have the Colts favored by two and a half. Uh, you are going to get that. I said the Rams would be favored by one and a half. I, I was thinking that. Uh, Colts, Colts by one and a half. Yeah. Just because the Colts won last week, right? It always seems it's built on what did you do for me lately? Like, does does Anthony Richardson change this game compared to Minshew? It kind of feels yeah, like, like almost maybe for the worst, though. Like, I, I, I kind of lean in towards the Rams. If it's Richardson. Take the point, yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at my Houston Texans. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to say they probably have Pittsburgh favored by four. Uh, it is a whole number. I said two and a half. It's three. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone knows where I'm going with this one. I'm taking Houston. Yeah, give me the Texans. Yeah. I think this is like which offense is better, and right. I trust Houston's offense more. Better, yeah. yeah. I guess there also but, could be a pick six coming. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically what who's going to score more, the Pittsburgh defense or the Houston offense. Right, agreed. Uh, next up, divisional matchup, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, I'll say they have the Saints favored by four and a half. You are going to get that. I said one and a half. It is three. Mm. I kind of like New Orleans now. With, I don't Jameis? Yeah, I, Tampa. Again, it's two quarterbacks that like to make mistakes. So, I first off, I think I'll take the over. <laughs> Regardless yeah. of what it is, it's probably like 47 and a half or something, but I'll take the over because I can see a couple of pick sixes from both quarterbacks. So there's 14 points right there. Jameis versus Baker is one of the most hilarious quarterback matchups yeah. possible. Yeah. That makes that makes it must watch television For sure. to see what they're going to do. Uh, next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. Wow. I'm going to say they probably decided to go Tennessee 0. .5. <laughs> uh, you are going to get that. I said <clears throat> Tennessee by two and a half. The Bengals are favored in Tennessee by two and a half. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. I think I would take Bengals money line. I don't think I would touch the spread. Right. I just I don't trust either of these teams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know on the over under because Tennessee might be due for because they're kind of a low-scoring team, but maybe this is a game. And Cincinnati hasn't scored yet either. This might be one of those breakout 35-33 games just because. <laughs> or it because, swings the other way. Yeah, And they still three. just don't, yeah, yeah, don't score. Because they're both going to – they're bound to score some points at some point. Which just might not be right? this week. Yeah. Uh, next up, another divisional matchup, the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, I'll say they got Cleveland f- favored by two and a half. Yeah, this this was the right number. I, I yeah. also said two and a half. Okay. It is two and a half. Yeah. I believe in the Ravens, even though I called them the Vikings. Right. I think this is your this is your litmus litmus test game. Right. They win. They might win by one, seventeen sixteen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't imagine a lot of points. Yeah. Even though like Baltimore's defense isn't very good. Right. But but their offense. Isn't Are they gonna score? Right. Yeah, is this okay. the Deshaun Watson like four interception week? Right. Yeah. That's what After we're waiting he had for. Had a big game. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Washington Commanders are in Philadelphia. Fun fact: This is the Eagles' only one o'clock game this year. Wow, that's so strange for an Eastern Conference team. 
That is really weird. Four o'clock in prime time. Eastern Conference, like, sorry, East team. Um, yeah, I guess they play a lot of four o'clock games, eh? For some reason, I wonder why. Cowboys are kind of like that too. They play a lot of, even though like it's only a an hour difference. So I guess because it's less weird. games, so it's a little more you're gonna watch them, right? Okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll say they got the Eagles favored by six and a half. And you're not gonna edge me out. I said five and a half. All the way up to eight and a half. Wow. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles. I, th- I think this is, like I said, they haven't played well. And Washington, we already know they played terrible against Buffalo. I think the slide continues here. I think the Eagles are starting to get on a roll here and beat the Commanders. Even though I love the Eagles, they're my Super Bowl pick. I'm going to yeah. swing the other way this one. Okay. I'll, take, division, I'll take Washington. Division matchup. Okay. Division okay. games scare me. Yeah, eight. like a Cardinals-Cowboys old <laughs> NFC East matchup. The, yeah, the eight and a half is just like yeah, a little a too much because of, but again, maybe this is the week the Eagles offense goes, Figured oh, okay, out. we're just going to score 40. Right. Uh, last game of the one o'clock window, absolute, like, should it could have been Sunday night football, but we right. can't flex, flex until yet. like week 13. At least it's better than before. They They're flexing earlier and earlier. It's just like the college football playoff. Uh, we have the Miami Dolphins going to, well, I don't know if it's Orchard Park anymore, but uh, no. at the Buffalo Bills. It's, it was Wilson Stadium, Ralph Wilson, but yeah. I don't think it's that anymore either. It's called like Highmark Stadium, oh, but it used to be called name, like eh? Orchard Park, I think. Wasn't it? That, that, I feel like that's what that it was called. A, that might be a good cottage game. Name. The stadium. The, 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 the stadium, but the names. Oh, like right? the sponsorships? Like, yeah, like yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. They were called what? Well, they were... Maple, Maple Leaf, Leaf Gardens. Gardens, but nothing else. But then, hi, a whole bunch of stuff. Did you want to talk about Taylor Swift? Yes. Okay. Um, we have a special guest to talk about Taylor Swift. Okay. So this is the most important thing that happened in the NFL this week. Taylor Swift is at a game with Travis Kelsey, Hottie Patati, and that's it. Thank you but, for that insightful. Yeah. So she like she. Pl- Stay tuned for next week, guys. Woo! Oh boy. <laughs> so she's on the roster, is the way it sounded like, from she, what mom said. She, <laughs> oh boy. That's why the talking on the way out. Why the Chiefs won? Uh, Miami, Miami at Buffalo. Now, here's a good game. This is uh, I'll take the over first of all. Um. Yeah, I, I think I, this might be a bit of a letdown game for Miami, but I'll say that they have Buffalo favored by three. Yeah, exactly, Buffalo by three. I thought there would be enough uh, Miami bias out, out there. I said right. Miami by one and a half. Okay. Just because if, if the rule now is home teams get one and a half, right. Miami just scored 70. Yeah. How would we not overreact to that? Right, but I guess they didn't. Because Buffalo won easily too, right? 37-3, so yeah. I like Buffalo in this one. This is another like this would be a good great game. Playoff yeah. divisional game. Yeah. Like for sure. this could be a division. This, yeah, this is yeah, because Buffalo's a game back and Miami, they want to win this one. This is a big game for them. And, and Miami's gotta be happy because they're not playing in the cold. Yeah. They usually play that Buffalo was, in that was December. Last year. Yeah. It was snowy. Yeah. On like a Saturday. So Miami will be like, okay, they're chomping at the bit. They'll, they'll be a good game. Uh, four o'clock. Only three games at four o'clock for some why? reason. Like the Eagles, why? Why wouldn't you put? The, like you just said, the Eagles' first only game playing at one. Why wouldn't they play at four so you can even things? Oh, uh, we have good, bad, and great. That would be my bad. Arizona at San Francisco. 
Well, I'm going to say they have San Fran favored by seven and a half. Seven and a half? It went, went really low. I said 12 and a half. Wow. San Francisco favored by a full two touchdowns. No way. 14. D- did they not watch Arizona play the first three weeks? Like, they're competitive. Give me the points. And did you not want – we just talked about this. Purdy's not accurate on his throwing. They can run the ball, but I don't know. Arizona seems to – Dobbs can run. Yeah. They have a bit of a gate. I don't know. I'll take the points. I can't believe I'm going to say that, but <laughs> after I've seen them the first three weeks, they, they look competitive. Or is this a week where they just get hammered, 37 nothing? This is exactly where I was going. Oh, I okay. think their defense just swarms Dobbs. I okay. don't think they do anything, okay. and I think they maybe score three points. Wow. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the points. I'm, okay. I'm good with that with San Francisco. Uh, next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is playing. Interesting. I'll say they have the Chargers favored by four. Uh, you're going to get that. I said two and a half. It's five and a half. Mm. I, I don't think the Raiders are very good. I don't care if Jimmy's playing or not. I don't think it matters. I, th- I think the Chargers are are the Vikings of last year. Everyone wants to be the Vikings of last year. <laughs> but, I th- I uh, yeah, I think they cover this game. Uh, you know what? Now I'm thinking maybe not. Five they and win. a half? They win, but I, maybe they Field don't goal. cover. Yeah, or win by four. 17-13, I don't know if the Raiders can score that much. Well, especially with no, Garoppolo. Yeah, who's the backup in, I almost said L.A., in Las Vegas? Um, That is a great question because we should, we should know that. Yeah, I know. Where's our producer? See, again, that's the reason why we need, oh, it's so-and-so. Thank you. Yeah, right in our, right in our ears. Be, yeah. It said it's me. I have to look it up. Right. See, I should have had my phone open and ready to go before I asked questions like that. <laughs> you asked the question. Oh, right. Uh, Raiders, roster, not loading. Thank you. The score app. No, no shout out to them. They're not very good. Las Vegas Raiders. Right, one time I had to look up their guts. Oh, yeah, the Chandler Jones thing. I don't really want to talk about that too much, but apparently he was hospitalized against his will. Wow. I just feel like that's kind of kind of weird. And uh, Jacobs has been terrible running after winning the rushing title last year. So, I don't know. This is taking longer than I expected. I'm yeah. on the Raiders roster, but they don't organize. Um. Oh, boy. Um, we've got Brian Hoyer, who is probably the backup. Yeah. And Aiden O'Connell. Okay. I think he's a rookie. Yeah, a I, rookie from I, Purdue. You know what? I'm leaning towards the Chargers now and taking <laughs> yeah, points. Without Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, I, even, I think I agree. Yeah. Although, the only problem I have with the Chargers is they don't have a defense. Their defense is... is yeah, they made the one play. It's, they're Minnesota. Like I said, they they're are. right? Like, Minnesota's got no defense. They had no defense last year. They healthy scratched the corner JC Jackson, the cornerback they signed for like big money two wow. years ago. Uh, next up, we have the the Bill Simmons podcast battle, oh the boy. New England Patriots at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, Cowboys are gonna have a bounce back game. They think that, so I'll say they have the Cowboys favored by three and a half because it is Bill Belichick. That's low. I said five and a half. It is six and a half. 
Wow. And this was a great game. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was last year because we talked it about it last week. The digs. Game. He had the pick six and right. then gave then up the gave touchdown. Up a touchdown and yeah, I like the over in this one. Not a lot of not a lot of faith in Bill Belichick defense. No, not in this one. I but yeah, Belichick and that and their defense scares me enough to just take the I'll just take New England with the points. Okay. And Dallas I think wins this game. Okay. Writes the ship a little bit. Uh, Sunday night, Taylor Swift in attendance. Oh the Kansas City Chiefs are at the New York Jets because we can't flex. We can't flex because well, someone th- tore their Achilles. Yeah, right. Well, this was supposed to be a great Sunday nighter, though. Yeah, right? if it was Rodgers versus Mahomes. Right. But it's Achilles just boop. Yeah, they probably. Wow. They probably have the Chiefs favored by. Are they going to go that high? It's on the road. I'll say four and a half. Should have gone higher. Yeah. I said seven and a half. It, it is. Th- all the way up. What What do you think? Ten and a half? Nine and a half. Wow. But, yeah, I get it. Like I said, when I said four and a half, I thought that was high. But then once I said it, it was like, yeah, it's probably higher. Yeah, I think that – I don't know. The Jets have a good defense, though. Yeah, I could keep them in it. Right? But, like, again, I, th- I, do th- I think the Jets cover this game because good teams don't – great teams don't cover. Right. And I'll take the under. Because the Chiefs have a decent defense, too. Yeah, I can right? see the Jets slowing down the Chiefs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, because, again, we just love New York teams in prime time, apparently. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks are at the New York Giants. Uh, I'm going to say they have the Giants favored by two and a half, and I think the Giants win this in a smoke show. Wow. No, no faith in Seattle. No. Like 30 to 10. I thought I had Seattle favored by two and a half, so okay. you you do get that one. I do I do win the week. Um, oh wow! By one. Okay. Um, Hardly any ties this time. No, two ties. Uh, I I'll take yeah I'll, I'll take Seattle in that. I felt really? like we we might need to go back through these games. I think we have like at least four or five games that we disagree on. Right. We might need to have a little cottage bet. Yeah. We could do the we could do the drink one. Yeah. Where someone has to be the the serve. I was about to say servant. That's a little. That's yeah, a little that's aggressive. A little, yeah. Server. Server. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's jump into the NBA. Only two things to talk about. One of them, a little, a little major. Yeah. Um. I almost stopped everything and threw a microphone at you yesterday when Damian Lillard got traded. Right. Which rumors for the few days before was you know Toronto. Yeah, and that's what I thought when you showed me that. It went yeah. Oh, it was one of those highs to a lows very quickly. Unless you ask uh, Shams, the reporter, who had it as a three-team trade in which the Raptors were getting Lillard, but right. he didn't include the Bucks, who Damian Lillard, a Milwaukee Buck. Yeah, yeah so the, the great teams get even greater, unfortunately. But at least it kind of evens out the conferences, too. Yeah, because Portland were just, you're, they're, they're, get yeah, out of here. Yeah, they were bad, but at least now the East, they've got a few more teams that are going to be competitive with the West. Uh, so full trade details: Damian Lillard goes to Milwaukee. Portland gets Drew Holiday, who's expected to be traded to a contender. Right. They also get DeAndre Ayton from Phoenix, which is kind of the underrated part of this trade. Yeah. When he kind of just got thrown into this, uh, they also got um, Tormani Kamora. Okay. Uh, a Milwaukee 2029 first round pick and pick swaps in 2028 and 2030. Wow. It feels like we're. I'm getting old, or we're way in the future. Yeah, we're trading way into the future, right? Like, 
Like, like people are gonna my... forget about what was this? How, how'd they get this pick? <laughs> Lillard hasn't he been retired for five years? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but they got the first pick because of the yeah. Uh, and then going to Phoenix, Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. A pretty like substantial trade. Right. When it was it was Miami for Lillard, and then it was like, oh, okay, Toronto, you know, they're at least in the sweepstakes. Yeah. But the difference was they didn't want to give up OG Ananobi, yeah. which I understand. I get it, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, if you want to get a superstar, you know what happens in Toronto when you get a superstar. Yeah, like that. They generally it, win. It was, it was, it did feel kind of Kawhi Leonard-ish, where yeah. if you add Lillard, this. Isn't that enough to now, because you're upgrading your point guard big time, right? Like we had good point guard. He yeah. wasn't a superstar. He no. was a star. Like, and even star might be pushing right? him. The last, yeah. the last, like, last Le- year he wasn't. Right. But then if you, like, I understand, again, keeping Ananobi makes sense. I think yeah. he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. So that was your, that's kind of the, well, why not just take this chance to I, get a guy offensively who changes your franchise? I, I really thought they were, they wanted Barnes. And the Raptors would have said that same scenario, saying we won't trade Barnes, so that tra- deal's not happening. So I'm surprised it didn't go down that road. Because then, yeah, it became and get squashed. The difference was that the Raptors wouldn't offer Ananobi, which right, I get it. He's a, a great defensive player, right? But then it's kind of is your team make sense? Like if you're the yeah. Raptors, you have these three guys that kind of all do the same thing. Siakam right. is definitely at a higher level than. Yeah. Barnes and yes. Ananobi. Right. Barnes has all the potential, so you don't want to get rid of him. Right. It kind of leaves Ananobi, who for a couple of years now kind of seems like he hasn't been happy, especially with his yeah. like offensive role, because right. with Van Vliet on the team, he's like the fourth option. Yeah. Sometimes even the fifth option. But now like they go into the season. Do you have all three of those guys on the floor at the same time? It's good positional flexibility, but then it's your lineup, assuming like I want to start the rumor that they would trade for Drew Holiday because I think that is the perfect right. Raptor player. Right, get him in there. Won a championship, great defensively, can yeah. run an offense. Right. Um, if they don't, then your starting lineup is is what? Like, who's your starting point guard? Is it Dennis Schroeder, who just won a FIBA World Cup MVP? I guess so. Is, does right. Scotty Barnes play point guard? He did because then Cause he was forced into it. But, yeah, who else do you got? Because Gary Trent is probably still the sixth man of the team. Right. Then it's OG, it's Siakam, yeah. Pirtle. Like that, those yep. four make sense. Barnes with those yep. three makes sense. Positions. Yep, yep. Who's the fifth guy? Because that makes a big yeah. difference of yeah. where does everyone play. Right. Because if you're saying, okay, we'll start Schroeder. Okay, who's the shooting guard? Yeah. Is it Ananobi? That's kind of kind of not right. his position. Or the rookie. Oh, yeah, Grady Dick. But then... It, if if you're starting a different shooting guard and having one of OG or Scotty be right. the six man, you're starting Gary Trent. Yeah. So it, I mean, I think the thing about this team is at least they besides believing in them, because they're like it's it's the same thing as last year. It's a borderline yeah. play-in team. Right. Unless they can make a big move, and at least they're thinking of it. Right. They're, yeah. At least you know they were in on this trade talks because they know they have to be get better. Because who? Because then it's who's next? Because really, right. point guard is this this team's weakness. Yeah, at this point, yeah. And who's the next big point guard to become available? Yeah. It's not like the next guy is going to request a trade. That's right. Like training camps, I think open in like a week. Yeah. 
for Milwaukee, though, you you just paired your superstar who kind of seemed like he was willing to leave Milwaukee, but right. you give him a new shiny toy. Yeah, now, now you got your two superstars together. I'm excited. I I want to... I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I wonder how many duos in the NBA are better, at least hypothetically, than those two. Right. Lillard and Giannis. Uh, other NBA story, uh, Golden State is going to host the 2025 All-Star Weekend. Oh. In, uh, in their new building in San Francisco. Mom will be happy. <laughs> she can go see her Warriors. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, we'll, we'll call in the resident Warrior fan before the season just right. to yeah. gauge, her. gauge how we're feeling. Yep. Uh, let's go to the NHL. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky is out for the first two months of the season. Just wow. had back surgery. Um, I saw the list of the goalies. Uh, I think Jonas Johansson is now the number one goalie. de facto starter. Wow. I'm going to say the panic is going to set in. I'm just going to slide. They have a young goalie. His name's uh, Hugo Alnefelt, I believe okay. is his name. He's been in the minors for the last couple of years because there hasn't been no a spot. Place for him. Yep. I think this is going to be his chance right, to, to at least become the backup. Right. When right. Vasilevsky his, comes back. Yeah, make his make the major t- leagues. Um we have the Calgary Flames just named or just uh, named their captain, also signing him to a two-year extension. Did you see who it was? No. Who do you think it is? No idea. Mikhail Backlund. Oh, is their new captain. Uh takes out one of the one of the remain remaining teams looking for a captain. Uh, some special teams news. Uh, apparently, Austin Matthews is going to be paying the penalty kill. Really? I don't understand like the panic of it. Who's he taking? Whose spot is he taking? That's Turner? a good question. <laughs> Maybe they play together. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, no. I thought of... No. I, I, like, I know you kind of block shots, but realistically, when you're on a power play, and I, I watch this actually a lot in the Tigers game, Teams don't shoot from the point very much on their first attempt. A lot of times they fake because they know um, all the time there's players in the passing and shooting lanes. So yeah, it's not. I don't think it's an increase in el- an element of injury. Do it's you know, almost a chance of scoring. Yeah. Do you know uh, who led all forwards in a, in the NHL in block shots last year? Bergeron. Austin Matthews. Really? Blocked the most shots. Wow. So why not put him on yeah, the penalty for kill? Sure. Yeah, he knows what to do. Bergeron is the guy you think is the the model of Prototypical, this. Prototypical, yeah. If you have the other team I think of, and I don't want to give this up too early, but they might be my Stanley Cup pick. Yeah. Do you know who plays penalty kill for Carolina? Their number one center, Sebastian Aho. Aho. Yeah. Why the the threat of having superstars on the penalty kill right. is is it's you it's have a, to think a little bit more. Now. Yeah, because it's almost like penalty kill. You think a little offensively now, where you never did before. You had your penalty killers that just killed penalties, and they were also your fourth line or third line grinders. But yeah, it's changed. And you know what? Maybe Matthews can win a Selkie Trophy out of something like this. And like having someone play the, I think the the panic of this is like the yeah the element of like you could block a shot and get hurt. You could do that playing five on five for sure and you, now you're playing more yeah like, you're, don't on, you you're making more of an impact I, I never feel like they play him enough like mcdavid plays 21 23 minutes a game matthews is always around 18 or 19 like i know they're a little deeper team but why when you have like one of the top five players in the nhl on your team play him yeah 
Yeah. Right? So the penalty know. kills another chance. Sure, yeah. There's another four minutes of, or I guess two minutes maybe, if they get two penalties per game. Yeah, he's also not right? playing all two minutes. Yeah, exactly. They have the uh, they have the, the David other, Camps right. to play that play that role. Uh, also on the, the Pittsburgh Penguins power play, Eric Carlson and Chris Letang both on the power play. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I, I have a feeling they might give up a few uh, <laughs> short-handed goals, though, but... Leafs Penguins, if you're if you're watching, yeah, that'll yeah. be a shorthanded goal for Matthews. Yeah, you might, Pittsburgh might want to decline the penalty. <laughs> the because it's also the we're in the world now of like you have one defenseman on the power play, right? But if you have these two guys, yeah. that are offensive defensemen, right? They're both threats. Yeah, I'm surprised you. I would think they'd go on different pa- power play units, but I get, maybe they're just planning to keep them out there for the full two minutes with Malkin and Crosby and. Whoever they want, and yeah, for the fifth guy until uh, until right. Gensel comes, comes back. back. Yeah. Um, the last thing for the NHL, we have uh, the Heritage Classic jerseys. Yeah, I don't know if did you see these? No. Uh, so it's the Oilers Flames in. Actually, I don't know which stadium it's in, but uh, is, is it that end of November game? Yeah, Heritage. Okay. So this is the Flames, kind of a okay. cream creamless of white. Yeah. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. So the jersey itself, I I don't like. They have kind of cool, like the pants and gloves are kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they got yeah. a like brown element right, to old it. School. The the jerseys kind of just look like they're normal jerseys. Yeah, like the except with writing on it instead of the dip of the oil from and, their third jerseys that they used to have. And like the number on the front is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. And the Flames one is just solid. Yeah, it's kind of like old school. It almost looks like like the Pittsburgh Penguins when they first came into the league. They had like a circle and a penguin in a Pittsburgh Penguin circle. Yeah. Um. So that is it for the NHL. The MLB. For some reason, we waited until the end. This is this is the weekend. Yes. This is this is the witching and hour of baseball. It is. The wins become losses and losses become wins. Yep. Next week is the the three game series because last year, you know, baseball was really smart and said, We're gonna put these this three game series on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. This year they said, Whoa, 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 that was too much fun. Now we have to do it on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or right. it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, one of one of the two. Um going into the final weekend, uh with guaranteed no tiebreaker, yeah, no game one sixty three. That that there's yeah they just already flipped a coin and <laughs> it, if Houston is, finishes tied with the Jays, the Jays get in. But if the Jays finish tied with the Mariners, the Mariners or Texas, get in. they lose oh, okay. in both scenarios. both scenarios. So yeah, um, the the Yankees are doing their absolute best, best to yes. sabotage this Blue Jays season, and they just guaranteed their thirty second year in a row of five hundred or better, which but, is an incredible stat. And the only thing we cared about at this point, yeah, are the, yeah, no, I won't even sure. say I won't even say I cared about it. No, I, I didn't I care did. about it until you told me, and I was oh, like, oh, that's kind yeah. Cool. All the Jays fans were all over me at work. Like I said, we're just trying to get to our thirty second, and they were like, what? So, Thank you. <laughs> we'll uh, go away now. Michael King, who didn't even know he was a starter, yeah, just but, recently he's probably had about maybe ten starts because the the Jace, the Yankees have had so many injuries out of their starters that he's kind of stepped in there. Him and um, sorry, I'm trying to think of the other middle reliever that's pitched Schmidt? all year. Yeah, he's actually been decent. Like he's not terrible, but he could get better too. Like, like he could be your fifth guy. The rotation next year kind of seems like it's set. 
Well, I think they want to go after. There's a Japanese guy. Oh I think yeah, they want Yamamoto. To yeah, so I think they want to get him. So maybe that puts so pushes that King back, back into the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, it might. But uh, King for the second time in like two weeks carved up the Blue Jays. It, it, it might be King and Schmidt who are both dominant middle relievers battling for the number five spot. I can see that happening maybe in again in march or february of next year that's what the yankee conversation is right now yeah we get, we're already if there. we get yamamoto severino's gone like he's yeah, not coming he's, back no. cole rodon cortez and yeah. he got two spots left right what about the guy that we got from oakland is he still a oh yankee? yeah frankie montes yeah, he didn't play all year but i'm sure he'll be back next year if he's still with them i don't think he was a free agent no, I, but i don't know if he's gonna be a yankee right. because he probably so. wants a starting spot yeah um also garrett cole yeah. Complete game shutout. Cy Young. Yeah. I think that just kind of sealed it for him. Like, there's your period, and I'll take the Cy Young. Because he, he's been dominant. Like, th- this is the guy we needed, like, the last three years when we're going in the playoffs. And yeah. we need a, a f- complete game or at least a two-hitter or whatever. Like, yeah, he, so he saves it for now when the games don't matter. But, well, they do matter to some teams. but Yeah, not to, not to them. No. Um all right, into into the final weekend. These are where the standings um, are at, and the series you need to care about. So Baltimore, they're ninety nine and fifty nine. They're clinched. They have nothing to play for. Right. They're are they resting their guys? Then what do they do? This is the downside to this. But so I guess uh, I guess I could talk about it later. I was just gonna say maybe no team wins a hundred games this year. Uh, there is a team that's one hundred games. Oh, okay. Uh, Texas currently in first. They're 89 and 69. It seems like their magic number is at one just to make the playoffs because there's a lot of scenarios, but there's only one scenario where they don't make the playoffs, and it's very specific. Okay. They have to get swept by the Mariners. So, see, that's good for the Jays, right? Yeah. That they're playing each other. Uh, Houston has to win two out of the three against Arizona. Okay. And the Jays have to win three out of their last four games. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so they're in second kind of seems like they're staying. Like, I don't, I don't know if Seattle is really coming on. We'll we said this about Texas last week though. <laughs> we thought they were out. Is like Texas and the Jays not similar? Like win 10, lose 10, win 10. Like they're either going to get swept in the first round or they're going to win the world series. Like the Texas or Jays oh, could yeah, both yeah. those teams could easily do either. And I wouldn't surprise me. Uh, is the way they play. Minnesota clinched their division, eighty-five and seventy-four. Yep. wouldn't even be a, or they would be battling for the final wild card spot if right. it was just all no division winners. Yep. Um, wild card Tampa Bay, ninety-seven and sixty-two, have obviously clinched their playoff spot. Right. It's kind of interesting. Here's a team that again had a great April and May, and then sputtered for what June and July. But they've kind of played better again now. So, like, like it's almost like they're the forgotten team. Like, oh, yeah, they almost ran away and won, and we're going after the Rangers' record for wins. And now they're like, but they might win 100 games. Yeah, yeah depending on right? this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Blue Jays in the second wild card spot right now, 87 and 71. Half a game up on the Astros, 87 and 72. And the Seattle Mariners, 85 and 72. Like, I don't know. I, I almost feel like this wild card spot, it's almost like you talked about, like, the Chargers and the Vikings, like, no one wanted to win. 
almost feel like that's the same scenario. Like everyone wants the third wild card spot. Yeah. Like that's the Tank. spot you want to. You want to play Minnesota. You want to play a terrible Minnesota team instead of Tampa, right? Who are, are a, a twelve games good. better? Yeah. than a division winner. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the series um, Texas is uh, Texas at Seattle, Houston yeah. at Arizona, and Tampa Bay is in Toronto. A good series, really. Like Arizona's still battling, right? Oh yeah, Arizona spot. They're right in the, there. So. They're in the thick of it. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Toronto. I thought it was Toronto in Tampa Bay, which right. would have been really fun right. if they did that series and then had to keep playing. Right. Like if they're Again. in a three-game series. Right. I mean, otherwise, I guess they they could be traveling together. Yeah, that's right. On that on that faithful Sunday, the Sunday schedule also is amazing. All the games start at like three o'clock. Oh, and then they're within like ten minutes of each okay, other. I think it's like three oh five and three fifteen. Scoreboard watching after the everyone play at the same time. Rent, rest everyone. Right. Uh, in the NL, we do have a hundred game winner, the Atlanta Braves, one hundred and two right. and fifty six. The problem with this team is if they don't win the World Series, we're not going to talk about the regular season that they've had. Right. Because I think they have five guys that have hit twenty home runs. Yeah. At least twenty, I think. Um, they've clinched their division. Dodgers ninety eight and sixty. They've clinched. Uh, Milwaukee eighty nine and sixty nine. They've clinched. Philadelphia also eighty nine and sixty nine right. clinched their playoff spot, and uh, they've already said that uh, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are going to start the first two games in their wild card oh, well, series. First team to already say who their starters are. Yeah, I'm surprised like Tampa didn't yeah. do this, but I guess yeah. they want to keep the element of surprise. Right for Philly, yeah. it makes sense because then if you have to go to a game three, it's Michael Lorenzen, which pretty good number yeah, three, number three guy. Uh, Arizona in that second wild card spot, they are. 84 and 75 currently in a tie the chicago cubs and miami marlins wow 82 and 76 uh the cincinnati reds 81 and 71 so still in it it. yep the team that's still alive do you know the other team that's still alive in this race no the san diego padres they have a chance to make the playoffs well they did win nine in a row at one point eh (laughs) They are 79 they were, and 80. They listen to our podcast. We are not going to be the most disappointing team in baseball this year. No, like they have some fight in them. Yeah. The Mets, they rolled over. The Yankees right. rolled over. Yeah. Like all these big money teams, but the Padres are still like, right. are they going to jump over four, four teams, teams to make a playoff? Or I guess only three. Three yeah. teams to make the playoffs? Probably I, not. I would love to hear their scenario on how <laughs> they make the playoffs. Okay, so if Houston beats Arizona by six runs, like it's going to get yeah, specific like right. that. And Santa Claus shows up. <laughs> and Chris Berman <laughs> does NFL primetime in two minutes and 54 seconds. I don't think he's still doing it. Oh, the fastest three minutes? Yeah, I was oh. just, I watched the Monday Nighters. And I, yeah, it wasn't, I watched both halftimes waiting just for, for him. And yeah. Uh, so your series, obviously, the Houston at Arizona has implications for both, both ways, sides. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Brewers have a very interesting situation because they've already clinched the division, right. but they play the Cubs. And right. how it sits right now, the Brewers would play the Cubs. So are you resting guys right. to try to get the Cubs? Right. But then you're going to have a motivated team saying, oh, you wanted to play us? Right. Here we are. Yeah. Um, interesting. Miami's at Pittsburgh, winnable, right. winnable series. Yeah, uh, the Reds are at the Cardinals, who they throw their hands up. Yeah, that's a winnable series. Uh, the I guess I don't know if fun fact is the right word, but uh, Adam Wainwright said that he's thrown his final pitch in Major League Baseball. Oh wow! 
So retired probably a year too late. Right. So you should have yeah. gone out with, with Yachty, the other guys. With yeah. Yachty and Pujols. Yeah. yeah. Should have been the trio. Uh, and then the Padres are at the White Sox. Winnable games so again. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, for sure. If the Padres get in, that's the best case scenario. For sure. Yeah. I'm cheering for them for sure. And the Reds. Can they both get in? Uh, I guess Probably it's possible. possible but but very, yeah. I want to hear that scenario. <laughs> Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Uh, last MLB story is uh, Terry Francona, who managed his final game in Cleveland as oh. he's retiring once the season's done. Oh, that's too bad. So uh, a shout-out to Terry Francona, yeah. a manager who terrorized our lives for yes, years. for sure. Always the man that – he was the 2004, right, I would think? Yep. But uh, shout-out to Terry. I liked him more once he was yeah. a, a Guardian he, manager. Yes, not a, and an Indian before that. Yep, yep. Not, a, not a Red Sox. All right, our uh, pick aside is uh, the remaining NHL captain vacancies. Obviously, Calgary named Mikhail Backlund. Right. Uh, but we have Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, your Philadelphia Flyers, and Seattle. Mm. So I guess let's just go alphabetical. Okay. Who would be your Anaheim Ducks captain? I would go with uh, Mc, Mc, McTavish. McTavish, yeah. So that's a captaincy. You're giving the captaincy in like a couple years. Yeah. Um, I would say if you give it to someone today, it would yeah. be Cam Fowler because okay. he's been there forever. Right. Uh, my pick would be Troy Terry. I think okay. if you give the guy the long-term extension, right. then that's the one he's you believe guy. in. Not because Zegras is kind of just up in the air without a contract right, right now. Right. Uh, Arizona, I think there's only one option. Yeah? Yeah. To yeah. me, it's Clayton Keller. Yeah. Who else? The only other... If Keller maybe wants out at some point, the other right. guy who scored an unbelievable goal in Australia, yeah. yes. Logan Cooley. Right. If again, if this wasn't a Connor Bedard year, yeah, Logan Cooley would be winning the Calder. Right. Because he looks amazing already. Right. Yeah. I guess that's why he wanted to play in the NHL instead of go back to where was it? Minnesota. Minnesota. Right. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Connor Bedard isn't that just? It depends. Just it's just when. When yeah. do you name him the captain? Right. What if they named him the captain like the day before the season starts? No, they, there's no way. That'd be so cool, though. Yeah. Before you play an NHL game, you're a captain. Right. Give him like a year or two. Yeah. He needs a couple things. In it. Yeah. He needs to get his feet wet. Because otherwise, like Seth Jones is like lobbying for it, which I find kind of weird. Right. Like I want to be the next captain. Yeah. Shouldn't you just like let let them pick you? Right. Shouldn't that be the the way it works? Um, This one I'm, I'm so excited for. Your Philadelphia Flyers. I would almost say like Couturier. That was that was who I wrote. Right, but he's older, so that's why I don't think they're going to pick one until the next. I'll say the the Russian <laughs> Mishkov. Yeah, <laughs> I mean at least um because he was playing whatever team he was playing for, they just had benched him for the yeah, first couple he wasn't, games. He was hardly playing. He was still getting points. But then they so they loaned him to another, to another team, team, and yeah, now, now he's, he's like four points in two games yeah. and had a game winning goal. Yep. I wonder how quickly. Like, I know he probably has a contract in Russia. Yeah. But I wonder how quickly he tries to get over to North America. Right. Um, and our last one, the most fascinating, Seattle Kraken. Because there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. Yeah. Like, it almost I almost feel like, who was the number one center? Beniers? Beniers, yeah. Maddie. Yeah, I think, I think that seems like the right point, the right option of, like, building towards your future right because right now you kind of have a bunch of 
you know, a bunch of guys, but I think of like the Eberleys yeah, it's or like James Schwartz. Team still, right? So like these, those guys are older. Yeah, they're on. Like, I don't want to say on their way out, but no, but Beniers is like twenty. He's going to be there for. He's the fa- yeah. He's the face of your franchise, right? He's going to be there for hopefully ten years. The only other guy maybe is if he really steps up would be Shane Wright. Yeah, exactly. I heard he had uh, a really good um, season with um, the farm team in Seattle. They they lost in the final of the wow. Calder Cup. Did not know. They that. said he was exceptional. He also got. So, uh, I hope he does well. Yeah. Right. Like. You want to cheer for someone to be good. For sure. Um, I think they got an exception because I'm pretty sure he's still junior eligible this year. Okay. But they got an exception that he can play in the AHL. Okay. Which, like, it does have – you need some kind of system in place for a guy that's too good for the CHL but not ready for the NHL. Yeah, yeah. And if he's too young, like, you need to put him somewhere. That's what the AHL is, yeah, for sure. Um, All right, yeah, that's all I got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great. I would imagine the Colorado Buffaloes are probably on there. They are. That's uh, I got three teams: Colorado Buffaloes, Denver Broncos, uh, and the Minnesota Vikings. And we almost had an almost had an all Colorado. Denver, Denver, and the Colorado oh, Buffaloes. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, from the same uh, state, anyway. Yep. Yeah, terrible, right? Like Colorado Buffaloes, just they got pummeled. Um, be interesting this week though, because I watched the USC game. They almost lost to Arizona State. They they Arizona State played great, but USC made a lot of errors, lots of penalties. Lot. I just feel like I would if before I watched that game, I would have thought Colorado was going to get thumped again. But now I'm thinking maybe they don't. Especially because um, I think the fun matchup is uh, Shiloh Sanders against, I can't remember his name, but Jerry Rice's son goes to right. USC. Right. And they asked Dion about it, and he was like, I don't care. Yeah. Which, credit to him, good answer, because yeah. I feel like the usual Dion prime answer is like, be... this is, pop, get your popcorn. Oh, that's Terrell Owens. But like he would hype Same up the way. matchup. But yeah. instead, he's just like, no, I just, I care about my team. Right. Like, he's giving all the right answers yeah. in front of the media. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think they lose 51-3 or whatever it was again. And they were they were talking trash, too. Like, before the game, Oregon and Colorado. Uh, or or uh, if I would have saw that speech that the coach had for oh, Oregon, yeah. I would have taken Oregon <laughs> for sure because, yeah, it's true. Like, they felt like they were not in the spotlight of a spotlight game, and they were ranked ahead of Colorado, right? So they, they went for it on 4th and 17 or 4th and – seven i think it was at their own 17 like they they meant when they did that like i was like wow they mean business today like they're not fooling around at all but colorado didn't play well at all no it either. was it was a one was of a those, rollover yeah it was oregon played great and colorado played terrible and of course they didn't have their best player hunter i'm trying to look at the because i'm pretty sure there's like four four Pac-12 teams in, like, the top ten. Yeah, which is not going to exist very shortly. Hey, it's crazy. I That's kind of cool, the last year of it. Yeah, now they're good. Or last year? Or is there yeah. one more year? Nope, this is it. This is it. Um, I, I was uh, reading Sports Illustrated, and I just thought this was pretty interesting. Um, we're just in the age of gambling where information is fluid and instant, 
So I I guess what's happened here in the past in college football and basketball, when teams have arrived late into the city they're traveling to, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they're 0-13 against the spread. So we're talking gambling numbers here. Wow. So this happened. Um, Missouri had to travel to Mississippi State uh, last winter. I can't remember what date, whether it was January or February, regardless, anyway. Uh, and they had a mechanical issue on their plane. So somebody on the plane knew this, and pe- people were putting hundreds of thousands of dollars on betting. Wow, that's like some like insider trading. Yeah, So I, and I didn't realize this, but I guess every game, every bet, there's huge investigations that go on. So there was another one. Um, which you may or may not heard of. Um, LSU is playing Alabama in a baseball game, and the coach for Alabama told uh, one of his friends that he wasn't starting their star pitcher against LSU. So he went, and I think he was in Oregon or like nowhere close to the city where this game was being played and put down $100,000. And again, it was investigated the coach for Alabama ended up getting fired. Wow. So, and and the problem in this article was that these are big ones. Like they're worried about all the other ones that they're not catching. They're thinking there's way more insider information. Like they're talking about um like the um student trainers on these teams that probably don't get paid at all will know if someone's got a tweaked ankle and isn't going to play very well today and they can send that information to a friend of theirs to to influence the bet for sure wow that's scary yeah that's, like, that's the just downside, not that's just like right? not fun no exactly like that's again that's why we bet 30 cents and a dollar and a dollar 50 to me it's fun because it but. i always th- I, I thought of it the other week where i wasn't what last week i wasn't watching on sunday but then once i like checked my bets and saw because i actually hit my four team parlay okay and i was just like i was at work so i couldn't really think about it but i was just like i'm not <laughs> i'm not like worried about this like i'm not right. spending my life savings or like getting this information the only information i really care about especially like football is like weather injuries right and like if there's something very obviously publicly happening to the team right because that might influence it one way or the yeah. other like or the, you get a gut feeling right yeah. like oh they're gonna score a lot today or you know they're due for a loss or you know yeah little like dumb sports things yeah and and you get it right and then you're all excited about yourself right on the luck that you're at but and then you get it wrong and yeah and then you're yeah anyway <laughs> uh yeah i just thought that, that was real interesting anyway uh on the good side um just a couple things. We didn't really talk about it too much. You did mention it, though, is we finally had an NHL game in Australia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think one of the games was delayed because uh, of the heat, I'm assuming. Yeah, or the I don't Coyotes know. couldn't practice one of the days right. because the ice was, like, melting. Yeah, which makes sense. It's Australia, right? But um, I think it was Jordan Spence, who uh, played for Canada at the World Juniors, was born... I can't remember which way it is, but I'm... He was either born in Australia or Japan okay. and raised in the other place okay. and then ended up playing for Canada. And he's uh, he played in that one. They played a couple games. Yeah, they? played two games. Yeah. I watched yeah. I watched one. Well, well, I watched I the Logan the, Cooley the one. The Cooley goal. Yeah, that was sick, right? Like, yeah, how good is this kid going to be? 
right. him, him and Clayton Keller. Yeah, if they're playing together, that's that's a scary a scary duo. Uh, and then just a couple of of other things again. Um, we don't talk about golf too much, but the Ryder Cup's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's just going to be on at silly times, so it's going to be hard to get into it. Cause, 4 a.m. Yeah, so that's pretty tough, right, unless you're a diehard. So we'll be just finishing dinner then or something. I don't know. <laughs> the cottage. Um, and then, uh, again, I'm just getting, I'm, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the way through the yearbook on the NHL teams. And... Um, I think I think I'm gonna lay my bets on Carolina again. I think the Hurricanes <laughs> are gonna be my team, and I'll tell you why. Because they've got two players on their team now that everyone hates. Who fought in practice? Well, I don't know if it's the two. They caught three. Then, if you're gonna say, if you're saying the names, you're saying because I have two other names. Okay. Well, Michael Bunting. Yes. And Brandon Lemieux. Yes. Who fought in practice, and Brent Burns had to separate them. And D'Angelo. Yeah. Right, like it's it's a team that you're not gonna, and I think that's what they needed because they they've got the speed, they got the size, they got everything else. Some snarl, right? If, yeah, that's what they need for playoffs, right? Like my, Michael Bunting, even because in Toronto you're always gonna get maligned. I, I never liked him, right? But he's, he's such he's, a good. I know player. he's a Brad Marchand. He's a, a poor man's Brad Marchand, and if he's playing on the top line. With Aho, which but they always said with Bunting, why like play him with the top guys? He can do that stuff. Aho and Jarvis, that that decor again. I'm I'm the, on the same. The decor is the best. It, like D'Angelo is your sixth defenseman yep. in Carolina, and your six like there's three, four, five, and six would probably be in Toronto be their best defenseman. Yeah, yeah, like. Because you still have Slave and Burns. If you keep them together, that is just a monstrous it's... and perfectly balanced pair that I think right. I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, they still have Brady Shea, yeah. Brett Pesci, who yep. they've refused to trade. Yep. And it's just, they're both, they could play 10, 15 minutes. Yep. And There's they are... your third pairing if you want. And then the other guy we forgot about and haven't said was the big free agent of right. the summer. They got Orloff. Dimitri Orloff. Yeah. So, like, this team is loaded. They are loaded. You know what? The only the only problem, uh, I again looking at there is their second line center. They need a second line center, so they could trade one of those defensemen to get a second line center. Or you put your faith that Marty Natchez is as good as we think he is. Well, they have him on the first line with Aho and the Russian, who I don't think is starting the year. Svechnikov. Uh, they said he was. They said oh, he thought... should be ready. Is, wow, is what they said because he tore his ACL. Yeah. Yeah, late, late in the regular season. Hmm. But wow, that'd be a pretty good recovery. Yeah, yeah. I'm on. Un- I'm unfortunately really on the same page with Carolina. Oh yeah, they're just like they're they are just, the same team. Because I've I've had them right. I've yeah. liked them as a team for years, but I think now they kind of they're going to put themselves over the top. I think. I, I I just think they just need a second line center. They need like who's the guy? Who's the guy they got from the Leaf? The Leafs got last year. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Like that's who they need. Like if they get someone like that at the deadline, like that would put them over the top in my mind. Because um, Turavinen, he can't be any worse than he was last year. He's more the player that's going to score thirty goals for you. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they to me, I I think they're the team to beat. I'm trying to think of like who. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to come okay. back next episode with okay. some center options. Okay. Gotcha. Which if like 
You're right. If they get a second line center, it, it might be over. Because I'm trying to think who their second line center is. Because when I saw it, it was like, eh. Because Stahl's a third line center, which is perfect, right? Yep. Like your sulky trophy penalty killer captain, right? He'll do it all there. But I and I can't remember who the second line because it, it was very underwhelming when I read it. But anyway, you can look that up and I'll carry on to my great oh right now they have it as katkani emmy yeah see and, and but and again because what if he decides to pick up because i think they signed him for too much money and he wasn't quite good enough yet but yeah maybe he starts breaking out now and maybe he is the number two center that montreal always thought he was going to be because mm. if he does then yeah they don't even have to make that trade they, they probably right? won't make that trade anyways unless it's like dire throughout the beginning of the year and again like i said it's more of a deadline pickup uh you know like an o'reilly yeah like just that name if they if they got him they win yeah where he signed oh but he signed in nashville for three years yeah so he's not i was thinking he's going to be a deadline player but he won't be not that far away nashville carolina no i know Okay, and then on my great, uh, we already touched on the Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. It's just it's great because it just promotes football, so I like it. I'm okay with that. I'm, that that's good. Doesn't I'm, disturb me. I have to say the the videos of people saying, "Oh my God, can you believe that she put Kelsey on the map?" I I think it's a hilarious joke right. for people that knew who Travis Kelsey was. Right. Because you if just, you don't know football, then you're gonna think that oh now this player's going to be known yeah, yeah top five at his position yeah. all time he, he, and again on the entertainment side he's hosted more saturday night lives than taylor swift has <laughs> that so. she hosted i feel they might be tied oh did I, she think host? She, I think she hosted oh okay one. so they're one one then <laughs> they're able to host together oh oh um and then uh just sticking with football we'll go up to the college route um uh, there was uh, some really good games this weekend lots of um ranked teams playing each other which it's the way it should be week one through week 12 in college football which we're gonna get there super league uh but we had notre dame and ohio state came down to the last play of the game and uh notre dame put out 10 men (laughs) yeah exactly um they missed i think they missed notre dame missed two field goals and they went for it on fourth down and didn't make it in ohio state territory so they they really in my mind should have won that game and they only dropped two spots, so I think they're now ranked 11th. But I, I really like Notre Dame to possibly make the playoffs with uh, Hartman as their quarterback. And that was – and Ohio State missed the field goal late in the game too. Yes. That everyone thought, oh, it's over. Right, right. Um, I said before, so the top 10, Georgia, no shock. Yeah, although, they, again, Georgia number one, but they don't really have like a, like a superstar quarterback, which I think just makes it – I know they're the two-time champs, but it's not like you're the two-time champs and With your Tom Brady's still back as your starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Michigan at two. Yeah, th- they've looked solid. Texas. Texas has surprised me. I thought they would get some hiccups a- against Baylor. That was, to me, my their big uh, measuring stick, although they, obviously they got the big uh, Red River battle against Oklahoma for the last time. Who are also – they're also 4-0, but they're 14th. Okay. Uh, Ohio State four. Yeah, it, they were good. They won. I think. I think this is a year where that Michigan Ohio State game means one of you are getting in. I just yeah. think there are too many it's, other good. Exactly. Teams. Agreed. Like Florida State. 
Yes. Penn State. Yes. Well, I guess though that'll get figured out eventually. Yep. yep. And then <laughs> the four Pac-12 teams in the top ten: Washington, USC, Oregon, and Utah. Washington looks unbeatable. I've watched them. Wow. Like Penix looks like a like a he looks already better than um Michael Vick. Wow. Yeah. Like he and their defense is solid. So they're going to be tough to beat. Um and then my last um great Acuña first 40 70 guy and then they actually stopped the game and he pulled the old ricky henderson ripped the base r- ripped the base right out and yeah he just didn't say i'm the greatest ever but i think it's because ricky henderson thing ricky stole what 130 yeah yeah <laughs> ridiculous but you know what we're going back to those numbers like th- now those numbers are not so much unrealistic like Damn. imagine ricky henderson with the the way the game's played now 200 two- steals yeah it's that that's right i wonder who's the next guy to like i think someone next year might get to 100 yeah the, and that's it's awesome that's the way it, it should be going what are the guy the guy there's the, the guy in the a's who lead or maybe he led the al but i think he had a ridiculous number of steals right <laughs> shohei otani still leads the al in home runs i wow. just saw that <laughs> even after aaron judge hit two last night against the jays uh wow. aaron judge is fourth He's- Wow. 35 home runs that's pretty impressive show hey 44 wow um oh he has 65 65 stolen bases the wow. guy on the Ace. so not that's really pre- that that's pretty impressive for a team that's terrible <laughs> right one positive yeah uh anyway yeah that's all they got for you perfect all right um i don't know when our next episode is going to be we're okay. going to figure out some right. some logistical yeah it might be a, a phone phone call or phone. something oh know. we could do that i yeah. could set up a phone for there you. you go all right uh but yeah besides that we will see you next time